0: There's a new name for Toyota in Glasgow.
1: From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail.
0: Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Darnley.
1: We're bringing you everything Toyota, backed by first-class service.
0: So come and meet the team and view the stunning new Toyota range. All available with up to 10-year warranty. Including the all-new Igo Cross and new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas too. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And specialist advice from our motability team. Visit Macklin Motors Toyota now at Kennishead Road, Darnley.
1: The new name for Toyota in Glasgow.
2: The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Mark Weedy, and Simon Donnelly. Listen live for weeknights from five. Talking Scottish football first. Let's go!
3: Good evening, Rangers are back from Leipzig nursing that late, late RB goal in Germany now preparing for Sunday's May Day league decider with Celtic it's going to be some weekend Mark Guidi, it's a strange one isn't it we're looking at last night, looking forward to next Thursday but on Sunday it is really the league decider Celtic can effectively win it
4: If Celtic win on Sunday they'll become champions Paul after a sore year Uh, last season it would be a big one for them it would be a so-one for Rangers, not being able to retain the titles. A lot of people said you'll go out and do it uh, two years in a row, but they have put a lot of focus and concentration uh, into Europe in the second half of the season. I'd have taken a 1-0 defeat before the game last I said that, um, a 1-0 or a 2-1, keep the tie alive, get it back to Ibrox. I think it's still wide open, but I would make Leipzig slight favourites to get through to the final.
3: Simon Donnelly, what did you feel last night? I think the fact it was a late goal against Rangers, people
5: were so disappointed... They're still very much in it. Can they do it on Thursday night, Ibrooks? I don't see why not. They've given, as Mark says, they've given themselves a good chance. A 1 0 away from home is a good result, you know, and minus your two main strikers as well. It was always going to be an uphill task. They sat in and tried to frustrate Leipzig, which I think they succeeded in doing. So they've given themselves a chance. It's a big one for them on Thursday. We'll hear from GVB in a moment or two, and we'll hear from Ange Postacoglu, nominated
3: for manager of the year some good stuff from both of them it's going to be massive Mark isn't it first of all last night in the second hour especially we're going to have a, a Rangers fan and a Celtic fan joining us John Walker of the Scots Abroad podcast a Rangers fan and Tino James a Celtic Exchange podcast and uh, we'll speak to Stephen Purden Shell suit Bob who's going to join us a big Rangers fan as well Oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred fourth 17 4th Old Firm Glasgow Derby in less than 3 months Mark it's, uh, it's most unusual but this one I think as the hours go by, people will more and more realise how big this game
4: is. Yeah, I mean, I think for the Celtic supporters, um, probably 59,000 of them inside Parkhead Sunday lunchtime, this is a chance for them to cheer their team on to win the title um, on Sunday. Uh, that's what it's all about for Ange Postacoglu, Callum McGregor, the players and the supporters. For Rangers, the focus is about Europe, I don't think they can win the league, realistically, yeah, if they win in Sunday, they, they, they keep it alive, but I think, if you're being brutally honest, Rangers are not going to win a league, it's just a matter of, uh, when and not if, that Celtic win it, so therefore, for me, Thursday is a bigger game, for Rangers, uh, second league, it's a chance to get to a Europa League final, they have a more realistic chance, of winning the Europa League, than they do of winning, the, the SPFL Premiership, at this moment in time, that said, Dangerous to go into an old firm game um, without playing your best available team. Mm. So so it'll be interesting to see what Giovanni van Bronckhorst um, does. I think he'll be tempted to rest two or three. But that said, if he does that, is that sending out a signal that you've conceded the title before a ball's kicked? I don't know. I'll be interested to see um, his team selection. Mm. But I do think for Rangers... Thursday and next Thursday is a bigger game and for Celtic, it's a chance to become champions on Sunday.
3: Well, they held out for 85 minutes last night in the Red Bull Arena, nil-nil, with five minutes to go and then that wonder strike from Angelino. Afterwards, here's the Rangers manager.
6: I think we we defended and we played really well. You know, we wanted to uh, to get a good result. I think first half, I think we were well organized throughout the game. Of course, the quality of of Leipzig, you know, with their their players, they will always create something. But we made it really difficult for them to create the chances. Second half, you know, we changed a little bit our setup, especially our midfield players. I think we were well organized and also on the ball. You know, it's always um, disappointing that you lose a goal so late in the game. But, um, you know, it's a 1-0 defeat. And uh, we know what to do next week. You know, it's a final in Seville. We can, uh, we can qualify for, so we have to give everything. And, um, you know, I'm sure that our home game next week uh, at Ibrox will, will give, a, give us a lot of energy to, uh, to overcome Leipzig. Simon, how badly
3: did they miss Morellas or Ruth? Just to take <laughs> the pressure off the defence.
5: Yeah, big time. You know, they, they shuffled the pack, I think, right at the spell up there. Then Sicala mm. in the second half... They're not really recognised out-and-out out, number nines, that pair. So it was difficult, but I think he said he stall out to reflect that. You know, there was a lot of men behind the ball. And a 1-0 away from home is a decent result. You know, the away rule doesn't count anymore. It's a one-goal deficit can back to Ibrooks. I think Gio would have taken that before a ball was kicked. They were a couple of little flurries in the second half going forward. But yeah, there's no doubt they missed the likes of Morelos leading them from the front. Mark, they didn't have that many chances, did they? RB, no. it was surprising yeah. and the consensus
3: is they're better on the counter-attack away yeah. from
4: home Yeah, I mean um, that, that seems to be uh, the case that they prefer to, to have their backs to the ball and then pick the opposition off and that will obviously be their um, game plan for Tedesco and his players mm. on Thursday night at Ibrooks. but Rangers will take or they should take a lot of heart from last night but it was a good mm. performance it was like a Walter Smith team yep. performance and credit to Giovanni Van Bronck because I mean that's one thing that whatever you want to say about him, whatever Rangers fans want to level at him, he, he's brave tactically, he comes up with ideas, you can see that they work on it, um, how many staff, they work on it with the players, they were well organised, they were disciplined, Alan McGregor said to me a couple of series, but it wasn't, like, you know, it wasn't just time after time, uh, after time, and they were disciplined, and like I said, they were, they were five minutes away from getting an outstanding result, but 1-0 still gives them uh, a chance, but, they need to get Roof back yeah. on 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 Thursday. I think and, they will. Well, for me, was it mentioned? It's too, it was mentioned know, 10 Ten days. Yeah. Or so, or so, so I think if, you know, if it's ten days to diagnose, ten days for me it means it, it can't be serious. Because mm-hmm. if, it, if it's a proper <clears throat> hamstring and a proper calf, you're three, four, you're five, six out. weeks. Yeah, so it must out. be a wee niggle now. I know it's all changed with sports science and medicine, but if I'm Giovanni Van Bronckhurst, mm. And by the way, if I'm Keemar Roof as well, I'm chapping the manager's door on Monday morning, regardless of what the result is on, on Sunday at Celtic Park. And I'm saying to Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, yeah, Gaffer, I'm on Thursday. Do what you need to do with me. You know, wrap me up. I'll take the painkillers. I'll take an injection. Yep. I don't just give me a chance to go out there and lead the line on Thursday night. That's what that's what Giovanni Van Bronck was still want to hear from Keemar Roof. Because as I say, they've put that ten day thing on him, thinking that's that's what he's wanting to hear. Otherwise, You're right up against it. You're really up against it to go and try and score a goal
7: um, on Thursday
3: night. Ryan Jack says they're still in it. There's only one goal in it.
7: All to play for. I think it's uh, mixed emotions to be honest, I think. um, We gave ourselves every (coughs) chance going into the second half by keeping it at 0-0 and then obviously we get undone by a set play which is disappointing in the end so still all to play for for us and that's the mentality that we need to have next week that going into the game Ibrox with our fans behind us we've done it before so Um, We're excited to try and do that again.
3: Rangers fans, what do you feel called the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors 0808 17 17 700. We're on the socials at Go Football Show. At Celtic then, they've had another week to prepare. didn't work for them a few weeks ago. Having the week off, Rangers came back from the Braga game. Uh, They were more at it last weekend up at Dingwall. How is the manager preparing for this game? He says they're ready to go.
8: I don't think it's harder. As you said, it's it's kind of the usual for us. We, we, We know and understand that... Yeah, you know, we've got to perform well on the weekend. Um, if we do that, um gives us a good chance of having some success and getting the three points. And if we do that then we know you know, it inches us closer to where we want to get to. So, we um, so, you know, we were pleased with last week's performance. Obviously, uh, off the back of a disappointing result the week before, it's always important you, you respond in the right manner. And I thought we did. We, you know, played some good football at a difficult venue. And, you know, we reviewed that. And you know, <laughs> I've had a good week of training and, and players are ready to go. And Ange Postakoglu was asked about, what's the update about the team? Uh, Juronovic is still out. We'll see how he, he goes over the next uh, sort of week or so. So he's still out. Bit on train this morning and... uh yeah, got through trainings. He should be okay, because we we're obviously training tomorrow. Yeah, aside from that, everyone else is is fine after last week. So
3: That means fine
8: is Jikamakis uh, and Kyogo. Better than earlier in the year when I had neither of them. That was a tough one. Um, but yeah, both are in great. You know, both uh, Kyogo um, certainly is getting closer to to the fitness and the sharpness that you know he's comfortable with. And uh, with Jacko, you know, he only missed a week, which was which was good, which meant he didn't he didn't sort of um, you know lose any conditioning. So. Um, they're both ready to go. Both, you know, ready to make an impact. Can they both play together? Certainly they can. But um, ultimately, it's about, you know, for me, having as many of our players playing their best football on Sunday. Um, that you know, going to be important to us. Rather than again thinking that one individual or two individuals are going to make the difference. So the key to our success coming to this point has been that we've had contributions from everybody at different times and we're going to need everyone ready to to do that on Sunday
3: Simon what are you thinking about your old team up against Rangers this weekend so disappointing a few weeks ago what do you reckon for Sunday the the news about Gikamakis and Kyogo
5: it's interesting don't ask me to nail down which one will play Mm. it's interesting to hear Ange there hint that the two of them could play together I'm always of the thinking of your starting 11 should have your best players in it and they're two of Celtic's best players this season uh, he's been fortunate enough that Jackie Mac has really hit a bit of form at the turn of the year you know when the void was created with Kyogo been out can the two of them play together I don't know because I think Celtic fans will remember Kyogo playing on the left at Ibrox at the start of the season Edward. didn't really happen for him but I, I still think he can play there I still think he's got the movement and the pace to play there intelligence to play there probably more importantly the willingness that mm-hmm. he, he's not too bothered where he plays it's an interesting one. It's the first time Ange has really had a decision to make between those two because they've not been fit and firing at the same time up until now. So it'll be interesting to see what he goes with.
4: Mark Guidi, what do you reckon? Hey, well, the, the manager said that the two can play together. So he's just thrown that one mm-hmm. in there for the first time. Uh, I would, uh, The other line there that put out said that G- Jackie Mack has only missed out. Which he's not missed any conditioning. So therefore, I would say he's probably, in terms of match fitness, he'll be ahead of Kyogo. Jo- Jackie Mackis led the line well against Rangers in the 3-0 one at Celtic Park the start of February that said Kyogo was brilliant last Sunday I mean what a leap in the power yeah. and the accuracy of the header how did he get up there? Ah, it was incredible yeah. but he was poor the week before yeah. against Rangers he was for, so for off it. 45 minutes in extra time whatever it was I mean, he just didn't get mm. a kick at the ball that was symptomatic probably of a number of the Celtic players yeah. um, so to answer your question I I think there's, there's clearly a temptation to look at J- Jackie Marcus the number nine the thing that might strike me I don't think Kyogo will go back out to the left again
2: mm-hmm.
4: the only way I can see the two of them playing together is if Kyogo drops into the number 10 role. Him. Yeah, so sure. therefore you would have let's say McGregor and Hitati mm-hmm. as your two with Kyogo rather than Rodic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 or O'Reilly yeah. maybe looking at Kyogo now I don't know as you say he's got the intelligence to go and play anywhere you say listen go on, go on, let's try, yeah. let's try something different or do you not? Because you want to go and win the game, it's maybe not a day for the experiment. But if they've, a, if they've had a full week to prepare that way yep. and work on a proper game plan, mm. something that Rangers wouldn't be expecting, say, oh, right, how do we deal with this? Mm. Um, yeah, that, that might be that, interesting. But if he's be. only going with one, sorry, uh, definitely Kyogo, if he's only going with a, a number nine, think Kyogo at the start. That,
5: I think what Mark's saying, there's quite an exciting approach. The thought mm. of him leading the line, Jack Marcus and Kyogo playing in and around them. Uh, I say it'd be unusual because the shape hasn't changed too much for, for Ange this season, but he has been known to throw in the odd curve curveball, uh, and that would be one that would get the two of them in the starting lineup.
4: Yeah, because he's, he's maybe looking as well at looking at last night how good Rangers are mm-hmm. defending, you know, when, when it's our backs to the wall, which I think's probably going to be the case on Sunday. You know, Celtic really try to push Rangers back to go and get that victory, to clinch the league. Rangers try to you know nick a goal in the break to keep the title alive. Um, he'll say, "Well, you know, you could have Kamara and Davis with Goldson and Ballygunn, or however it's going to be that that kind of big four in that central area. Your two centre halves, your two holders. Um, it makes you what I'd rather have two. You know, I'd rather Kyogre somebody different pulling them apart. And then yeah. the power and presence of Jackie Marcus if you get your two wingers and getting balls So do you know
3: what He might, he might just go for that. Fascinating, isn't it? We'll hear from GVB on his." Uh, update, uh, Rangers obviously the striking option's limited. Will Roof be back for next Thursday? Obviously not for Sunday. Rangers contained RB so well last night until mm-hmm. losing that goal. Was it almost a freak, Mark, do you think? The way it was, uh, you know, the header out happened to fall, what was that, 25 yards yeah. out? And what a strike by Angelino.
4: Yeah, I mean, I think if you're a, an RB Leipzig fan, player, Matt, you'll say, wow, that's, you know, yeah. different class, and you know, it always usually takes something a bit special to beat uh, mm-hmm. Alan McGregor. If Ranger, you're Rangers, you're frustrated because you're mm-hmm. so close to, to getting a really, really good result. Um, you know, And to be perfectly honest, it's a result I, I didn't see Rangers get. I thought mm. they would lose a game last night and I thought if you can keep it to a single goal, great. I didn't think Rangers would get because they're just lacking a proper number nine um, last night. Although to be fair to Sakhala, he was decent, wasn't he? was decent, they made the change um, and he was decent. But um, overall, um, all things considered, a 1-0 defeat, especially when there's no away goals now. All you've got to do is win the game at Ibrox, mm. Whatever way... Now you win the game You're at least guaranteed penalties If it's 1-0-2 yep. what well, You just yep. need to win the yep. game And you're guaranteed won it by more than a goal Boom You're through You're into the final in May 18th yep.
3: The crowd are a bit different At RB aren't they They're mm-hmm. a new club as we know They were kind of smiling At 0-0 mm-hmm. You know you Imagine at Ibrooks so <laughs> What it would be like You know Because they were just There was something missing Yeah From RB
5: yeah, Well I think Watching the game Correct me if I'm wrong I don't think they had a shot On target To well into the, the second half oh, yeah. I think McGregor there was one safe, Right down the throat away. Of, of yeah. McGregor And then the striker going through, maybe should have done better. Yep. Didn't show much composure when he goes by McGregor for the chance. But out with that, it wasn't as if Leipzig, you know, were attacking and attacking. They were they were showing a bit of patience, but I think they were showing a bit of frustration as well towards the second half because Rangers had defended mm-hmm. quite well, and then it caught them in the counter attack a couple of times. So. You would take a one 0 before a ball's kicked. It was a great finish by the lad five minutes to go. But you would take that one 0 deficit to back back to Ibro.
3: Here's Giovanni Van Bronckaert speaking about the. He says it's halfway.
6: But uh, you know it's it, we only halfway and uh, we've shown before our character to um, you know to get back into our rhythm next week at home. and That's what we have to do. Uh, it's not many times you have the chance to to play a European final. So. You know, we have to go all out and and make sure we do everything to to win the game.
3: That was dawning in people, Mark, wasn't it? The significance of this game. Mm -hmm. Because it's been such a long time, 2008 for Rangers, 2003 for Celtic. And Rangers haven't won a European trophy for... Fifty years, 50 years yeah. This year, you yeah. wonder if it was written in the stars. And Aye. West Ham, you know, Aye. David Moyes would be disappointed last night. So yeah, I mean,
4: yeah, you know, I think we're all hope it's going to be an all-British final at the moment. Mm-hmm. You probably, if you were offered a free bet, you'd go. It's going to be an all-German um, final. Um, but that's one thing as Giovanni said there in his press. One thing we know, going back to to, to Stephen Gerrard's time, and then even now with with Giovanni in the second half of the season, Borussia Dortmund, Red Star, Braga, never write Rangers off in Europe. They're capable of just pulling it out the bag, and particularly the second leg, being in front of their own supporters, and um, fifty thousand at Ibrox on Thursday. And you know, maybe you look at Leipzig, but you know, being that new club and not that yeah. level of expectation mm-hmm. from like their, their supporters, you know, it might just be a, a greater a greater desire from Rangers to go and do it against Ords and Thursday. That that for me gives Rangers the the best chance. I think it just came down to like you know. <coughs> In terms of football and and, and, and ability yeah. stuff, I'd I, I have Leipzig, but you put the whole package together, and you definitely can't rule yeah, Rangers European, out. They've got a fantastic chance of winning European the
5: tie. Should you only yeah. have to go back to the last round? You know when Braga came with that lead and Rangers blew them away at the start. Yeah. You know with mm. the 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 dodgy kind of handball, otherwise it's two 0 after ten minutes. So yeah, Mark's right. You know if they've done the first part of the job, they've gave themselves a chance. Uh, and now they have to go and do it at Ibrox.
3: What do you think, Rangers fans? Oh eight, oh eight, seventeen, seventeen, seven hundred. It's gonna be quite a week coming up. We're only 48 hours away from you said it's Sunday lunchtime what time do you have your lunch on Sunday it's 12 o'clock brunch time I would have thought for <gasps> you Mac so oh, 12 o'clock. Oh, <laughs> what time does your Gardner have his brunch right.
2: <laughs> the go radio football show with Macklinmotors.com, representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland let's go
3: Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors, Mark Whitty, Simon Donnelly and Paul Cooney. The weekend has started here. Oh, 808, 17, 17, 700. Last night in the programme we had Chris Burke. Uh, he brought his champions medal in. I asked him to bring it in and we had Cammy Bell as well. And uh, yeah, well done to Chris Burke. Like, you, you sent him a text as well because he'll be listening. I sent him a
5: text yeah. and he didn't reply. What? He probably thought, who's this text me this time of night? I watched mm. the game. I thought he yeah. turned the game for Kumala when he came he. on. Yeah. Some great deliveries, showed his experience. But yeah, I'm still waiting in the the text reply the
4: Killing fans
5: love him don't
4: they Mark oh, MB- but he's been brought up I mean I hope he gets his, his new deal. I don't know his contracts like but I hope he gets a, a new deal. we can certainly make a contribution um, Steve McGinn as well looking for a con- so, you know, I know Derek's got to go and freshen it up and Derek and Tony Docher, they were at Chris Boy's Golf Day on, 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 ah, on Monday yeah. and yeah. Um, you know celebrating a great ovation and uh, and rightly so you know because Derek went in there inherited a, a, a difficult um, one but managed to get over the line with a game to spare, they obviously play at Wraith Rovers um tonight. But um a rebuilding job on it on it, come but but there will still be a place for four or five senior guys just because you'd expect they'll you know, they'll be looking to try and, you know, obviously stay at the bottom two and if they can get up into the push into the top six. And that's probably realistic in some ways as well because you look at Motherwell finished top 6 and won 1-1 in 2022 and yeah. things like that so yeah. it's achievable you look
5: at the support that they had the other night
4: and I know yeah. a lot of people will yeah. say
5: where, where really? are the guys normally yeah. but if they get it right and they start doing well again they've got a fantastic support base down yeah. there Just They ha- need they to have. get them out more regular
4: Did I think you? when Steve Clark when when they were <laughs> flying under yeah. Steve Clark they were getting 7,000 yeah. um, at Rugby Park that's only under. three years ago Steve, yeah um, so no uh, and that's one thing yeah. Derek's good at as well you know he, he talks well you know it entices people in you know, not just players you know supporters he'll get the he'll get the town of Kilmarnock going uh, as well so I think he's he's uh, he's good at that but we burky should be to, I, I'd have set my text I don't have his number but even if I did have his number I wouldn't send him one now if he's not getting back to you <laughs> <laughs> He told us he revealed last night exclusively
3: how he celebrated at a McDonald's Ah oh, good <laughs> on him. at the roundabout just outside uh, oh no yeah I just, on. I, I just yeah, coming yeah, up yeah. heading towards the Prison yep that's enough detail thanks Mark <laughs> <laughs> because we've got Celtic Rangers high noon Mayday Mayday Sunday at 12 o'clock Celtic <laughs> against Rangers <clears throat> going to be some game and we're also looking back at Rangers last night just one nil. I mean if we'd said last night it's going to be one nil uh, against Rangers you'd have said right you'll take it you said that already Simon Mark you agree I
4: said it on Tuesday yep. uh, Tuesday night I was yep. on with uh, with Craig Moore and And Rob McLean I said absolutely I would take a 2-1 or a 1-0 just you know my thing was Paul you know I just you know just keep the tie alive you don't want to go over there and lose by three goals you know something you could end up down to ten men or or whatever but they have kept the tie alive and they'll know that albeit okay it'll be a different game because the onus is on Rangers to come out and try and score a goal which people tell us that suits RB Leipzig more that's what they prefer Um, but they're up against 50,000 supporters Mm. as well and one thing that yes having 50,000 supporters is a positive but they need to be patient they need to be patient as well so it might, it might take away to break them down I'd be likes to a bit of the ball Alan McGregor's going to have work to do mm. But the Rangers supporters need to stay on side. I'm sure they will, because um, all, all you need is one goal. You might Rangers score first. Yeah. Wow, you know, it just yep. absolutely explode.
3: I see on social media across the world they were talking across Europe. They are talking about the games last night, and they were saying about the the goalkeeper Alan McGregor, the, the great granddad. They called him someone. <laughs> Did you see that on social media? They were praising him, but they were saying, "What a 40 year old playing at that level." But yeah. that's not that uncommon, is it? It's part no. of the goalkeepers. You, no, you look I at Craig Gordon, mean, yeah, you look at.
4: You look at uh, Buffon um yeah. um as well I mean there, there's been loads yeah. Van der Mark Swatzer, you know yeah. there's been loads of them that, that carried on we've got Craig Gordon up he, here Joe Hart's well into his 30s yeah. um, as well Joe yeah. Lewis, David Marshall so I they, they do they do get better um, with ages absolutely no no doubt about that
3: Rangers next week Thursday night we will be on of course from 7 GVB looking to says uh, what's the shape of Rangers going to be up against RB one goal day. Well, I
6: mean, it's, it's a different game next week. The second game in the tie is always different because you know one team has to take risk because of the scoreline. You know, I you, I don't think we're gonna we're gonna play the same way like, like we did today. You know, we have to win. We have to win by a margin of two, and of course, on one goal gets us back into the tie. I think we're capable in in doing so, respecting the the quality of the opponent. You know, we had many many great European nights at home. The, the fans will definitely give us energy. The, my players should should fight for uh, for the final. Mark, the fans it's, will it's, have to give
3: them time as well, as well yeah, as
4: energy. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that line. The supporters give my players energy, and they will, you know, when you need it. And, and Simon will know, he's played in front of 60,000. There's no doubt they can. They can give you that wee burst, you know, get that wee extra percent, or you're, you're tired But you, you find a sprint from somewhere. Um, and I tell you, listen to... Giovanni there, I said in the programme many times, I like him a lot of times from as a person. He sounds right up for it, Paul. I mean, really right up for it. You know, I can see him being, you know, inspiring towards his players. Listen, we're 90 minutes away from a European final. He's been there, he's won the Champions League. He's been in the World Cup final. World Cup final. He captained his country in the World Cup Mm -hmm. final in South Africa, 2010, albeit they lost to Spain, but still Mm -hmm. he knows what it takes. You know, don't underestimate his mentality an ability to know what it takes to get over the line and he'll convey that message to his players. You are 90 minutes away from a European final. And his Champions League track record. Yeah, it's brilliant. Listen, he's won a title with Arsenal. Won a title with Barcelona. He's won a Champions League with Barcelona. He's played in a World Cup final. He's played over 100 times Mm. for his country. He moved from being a creative, left-sided central midfielder to a left back for his country became the le- the best left back in Holland and that's when he became captain so you're talking about a guy with a fantastic pedigree He knows his football as well has he He's won over the fans coach. now they need to win a trophy this season Paul and you know the perfect opportunity or the most realistic opportunity is to beat Hearts in the Scottish Cup final on the last day of the season and finish on a high now you might still get I don't think there's any chance of winning the league being perfectly honest there's a you know chance of winning the the Europa League but the Scottish Cup as long as he wins the Scottish Cup I think it becomes a more than acceptable season and then he's got to go and build from there people say oh he inherited a team that were 6 points ahead in the league I get all that and that's absolutely true that is a fact but in order to to give him that time and then rebuild put his own kind of stamp in the squad see who he loses you know there's no doubt Bids will come in for players might need to sell a couple see what happens, what the shape of the squad is come the start of August. But also, remember, they won the Europa League, they're into the Champions League. You get that 35 million quid. You know, we could have two teams in the Champions League as well. So that's why, again, I'd say, what is your priority? Sunday or Thursday? 100% the priority for Rangers is Thursday.
5: Do you agree, Simon? I know what Mark's saying, but I'm kind of, I don't know, I'm putting my my football player's head on. Go on. You know, if it was Celtic and I was in the Celtic dressing room on Sunday I'd, I'd want to win the game and put a dent in Rangers title challenge
3: okay, you want to win it yeah. but it's in the back of your mind not you think you're only four days away
5: yeah.
4: from getting into a that, European that's, final what I'm
5: saying I can, I can get Mark's thinking with it yeah, yeah. and they're that close but to doing so that
4: I'm not saying that I know what you're saying if you're a player yeah. now what I'm saying, if I'm the manager, I'm weighing everything up. Yeah. Now, once he picks his starting 11 for Sunday, whatever it may be, you know, if he rests two or three, if it's a slightly, you know, a couple of squad players getting put in, of course they'll sit and say, right, okay, I've, I've got a real chance yeah. here to come and beat Celtic and, and and halt their championship party. So, whoever they start in 11 that yeah, they'll be up for it. But so if I'm saying, you think if you're the manager, you're thinking, right, boom, 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 boom. my mind's wandering towards Thursday.
5: Say Celtic had slipped up last week?
4: Different ball game. Different yeah totally yep. this So the fact yeah, that totally it's ball game.
5: a six point gap yeah. and, kept and in the let's be
4: honest it's seven it is
5: seven yeah. Yeah. You
4: know, yeah so even if you win in Sunday you're looking for two favours mm-hmm. at yeah, yeah. the last three games mm-hmm. and yeah. you need to win yeah.
5: your next three the games are,
4: for also, me that's not going to happen
3: Mark a point you made on Tuesday night I heard you if Rangers and thank goodness they didn't if they'd get battered last night and mm-hmm. they were going to be virtually out of it say they'd come back 3-0 down then tomorrow it's Sunday, different again. Yeah. Rangers are still very much in Europe. <clears throat> Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? If they come back a 3 0 down, yeah. well, most people will be saying, "Right, that's it." Uh-huh. barring a miracle, they're only one goal. They just need one goal in the 90 minutes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You then get extra time. They just need one goal. Take it yeah. to penalties or whatever. Whereas, but Simon, you've played in it. You've not played. Mark, you've yeah. played uh, senior football. I've, maybe
5: get, I've get my, maybe get my football players' head on. That's my big. The manager. From the manager's yeah. side of it, it's interesting. How you can your, your your team or your team setup can be dictated by other results. Mm. I just feel they're at their greatest rivals home mm. on. First of all, you wouldn't want to allow Celtic to win it in front of you, mm. which effectively it happens if Celtic win. But you also the, the the little carrot there of getting back in the title mm. race. But at again, least it's, it's away like, from home.
3: You just got you've got eight hundred fans there, but you yeah. have to be there. It, 10 o'clock in the morning on Sunday but anyway you just go up the tunnel and then you get on and you get ready for Thursday a European semi-final that you're just one goal behind against a team that disappointed and that's not to be complacent because they could be well good on the counter-attack I know uh, you know a lot about the football but also Paul Lambert Champions League medal, he knows, with a German yeah, club. I met, what's, he,
5: what's he saying? I met yeah. Paul this morning at Celtic Park, funnily enough, and he was just saying that the, the likes of Leipzig are a very much a counter-attacking team mm. and they will prefer teams to come out and attack them. And I think that's where they get frustrated last night because at times, Rangers playing my back three effectively, it was a back five at yeah. times, getting bodies behind the ball. Rangers have obviously experienced that themselves. Uh, in the in the Scottish Premiership, at times it can be frustrating when you can't break them down. You start overplaying it, but he thinks it a threat and the counter attack. Now, obviously, Ibrox Rangers will have to come and try and score a goal, but. Even at that, at 1-0, they don't need to go gung-ho. They've got 90 minutes to get that goal. So it'll be an interesting contest uh, next Thursday.
3: And the fans need to give them time, don't they? Give Rangers time. And we know that they're desperate, they're hungry for early success at Ibrox.
5: Yeah, they do. But it's the same when I played at Celtic. You have to, as much as they give you a lift, you have to put your footballer's professional head on and don't get caught up in the whole thing, you know, and Mm. and go gung-ho and leave yourself open at the back. So I think it will be, it will be cagier, but Rangers have to get the goal. They have to get the goal and Leipzig will be dangerous.
3: And the question for Rangers, where would that goal come from? Is it Ryan Kent? Joe Arriba, how did he do for you? Because obviously there's no Morellas, and you could see that. That was Stark, wasn't it, last night? They were really yeah. missing him.
4: Yeah, the way they, they were missing Morelos so they were missing a the roof, they were, they were yeah. missing a, a focal point, you know, a, a proper number nine and, and, and you know that's why Giovanni said it'll be different on Thursday and what he's hoping that it's going to be different as in we'll have Kemar Roof back of course and we'll need to be on the, the front foot they can't go out with the back to the wall mentality trying to defend um, so you know to give Rangers the best possible chance as I said at the top of the show if I'm Giovanni Van van Bronckhurst I want Kima Roof banging my door down on Monday morning saying gaffer whatever it takes I'm ready for Thursday night count. Does he me call in.
3: him gaffer? Is that it?
4: <laughs> is <he> boss <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever. Geo, whatever it is. Anyway, count me in. I want to play. This is a European semi final, yep. second leg, we're ninety minutes from the final in Seville. I might never get another chance. I've got a wee night. Do you want g- to give it a to go. Strap me, I don't care what this medical t- strap me up. Yeah. I'm up and for this. Count and me and, in.
5: and even if you start and you have you give it a go, you know, you yeah. get enough subs there to change it, but as you say, you'd be dying to play in that one.
3: Whatever game they go into, GVB says his players are always fully focused.
6: What I've seen in, in, in those months I've been here, the focus and the preparation uh, towards games uh, from this group has been amazing. You know, to be involved in Europe so far in the season and to every week, you know, prepare only two, three days for a game. I think the players done that really well. It's an active schedule, it's hard work for everyone, not only the players but also you know the staff, you know everyone uh, in the club. Everyone is doing their 100% and give their, their, their best effort to prepare well for the games and the players done that so amazingly uh, for the last months and uh, we will keep doing that until we have played uh, the Scottish Cup final.
3: So on the media rounds today, the two managers were interviewed. Ange Postacoglu, he was also asked about being a potential manager of the year. Dick Campbell's in there as well. Malky Mackay, Paul Hartley. Um, but he was also asked, with Rangers' success in Europe, is that inspiring other Scottish clubs and Celtic as well? He's got an
8: interesting answer. I think... Scottish clubs, including this one, have made their mark in Europe before. I don't think we, we've learned anything new this year. And, uh, yeah, Rangers have done very well, and um, you know, Giovanni's, uh, well, they've done a great job in in getting them to, to the semi-finals. And um, I guess from their perspective, um, you know, after last night, they're still in the tie and um, an opportunity to get to a final, which is uh, which is great. But um, yeah, um, I think uh, if you want evidence of how well Scottish clubs can do in Europe, there's a trophy I can show you just down the road here, mate. The biggest trophy of all in Europe,
3: the, the Champions League, European Cup, as it was. So, 25th yeah. <laughs> of May, huge day in Celtic folklore. Will the 18th of May be for Rangers? Could they win it? In- well, yeah, of course they could, but Mark, you think they're going to be there?
4: Rangers, Rangers um, <laughs> you know, I'll stick with what I said that the talk I, I make. Leipzig favourite slight favourites but still favourite if you want know, to just say who's um, you wasted but, my but line I'd, there I'd never <laughs> no, listen you can't rule Rangers out Paul you know the, the evidence is there that you can't rule them out you know you'd be daft to say the tie is over the tie is not over so it could go it could go either way but if you ask me to pick a winner and that's what we're on the show here to do right now I would say Leipzig but Rangers can absolutely win the tie they can there is no doubt about it Rangers can go out and Beat likes it. even if it needs to go to penalty kicks, so or they win, you know, 3-1 or 4-2, they, they can get that two-goal um, margin. There's no way I would rule Rangers out. This tie is not over. But right now, I, to me, it looks, it's, it's heading towards an all-German final.
3: All right, more, much more on last night, but also we're going to turn the focus towards Sunday, D-Day. And John Walker of the Scots Abroad podcast, a Rangers fan will join us, and Tino, from the Celtic Exchange podcast, they're going to join us uh, just after six tonight. And later on, Stephen Purden—he's a big Rangers fan, isn't he? Does he play a Celtic fan in uh, River City? Mark, you'll you'll know yourself But yeah, he's joining us. Stephen's joining us. Yeah, he's, definitely, yeah. he's definitely.
4: I don't know about his character in River City, but yeah. he's definitely Stephen. Yeah, he's he's good fun. He's a he's a Rangers supporter, and he'll be he'll be very very excited. Enough.
3: he certainly will. The breaking news this afternoon there was the big news on news and on sport was that Boris Becker two and a half year sentence um, incredible tennis player but he's been flouting the insolvency rules he was found guilty at Southwark Crown Court he starts a two and a half year mm. sentence how I mean what a player he was yeah. as well isn't it There's I can like, remember
4: the, the yeah. one in that I think a 17, 17 year old it, yeah you Wimbledon know? yeah Wimbledon yeah. yeah. 85 was it something like that oh, 85 could have been um, yeah, um, that. but I remember him uh, it and you know, he burst onto the scene, you know, and he was this kind of young upstart. that was brilliant, you know, brought a bit of personality to, to an extra personality to the courts. Yeah. But you know, very, very uh, sad uh, what's happened. But you know, if he's um, if he's been found guilty, then you know there's a price to pay. Indeed. So plenty coming
3: up after the break. We'll also speak about tomorrow's games, some huge games in the Premiership. Who's going to make it to Europe and who's going down? That's coming up next.
2: The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go, 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 go.
3: Glasgow's own Go Radio Thanks for making the switch We're on from five every evening Simon Donnelly, the former Celtic and Scotland star We've we'll only got two hours We won't go through every club, Simon But that was the the pinnacle, wasn't it? Of a great career, but playing What was your all-time favourite game with Rangers?
5: Celtic, you mean? Yeah, yeah, no. Against, against Rangers, I mean, yeah, yeah. With, With five-one, yeah, five-one. Luka a couple of goals. I think uh, that's the one that sticks. We didn't win the league that year, right enough. That was 1999. The year after we'd won it. So uh, yeah, but that's the one that sticks. Sticks in my, my mind. Simon
3: Donnelly has played in so many of those games. Mark, you and I never played in it, but no. you're uh, a goalkeeper. The goalkeepers last night didn't have that much to do, did they really looking at Rangers? What about this Sunday? What are you thinking? Um, could be a huge day. Joe Hart, contender as well for Player of the Year mm-hmm. in many people's books and mm-hmm. Alan McGregor as well.
4: Yeah, I mean, you, you know what you're going to get from both goalkeepers. Their the eyes to the occasion, Paul, they're outstanding. It takes something special to beat them, you know, whether it's Joe Hart or Alan McGregor. Um, you know, you look at, you, you mentioned this is the the, the fourth over, i in three months, it's mm-hmm. the fifth of the season. Yep. So I've said, every game has been very tight, apart from the 3-0 game in Celtic destroyed Rangers in an opening 45 minutes. But apart from that, it's been 1-0 at Ibrox in the opening, 1 to, to Rangers, 2-1 to Celtic um, at Ibrox in the league, and then 2-1 to um, Rangers in the Scottish Cup semi-final after extra time. So very, very tight between both um, sides. But I think with what's at stake on Sunday, as in if you're a Celtic player, and I think home advantage is massive now in the, the the Glasgow derby for obvious reasons the way the crowd is. Um, then I, I you know I fancy Celtic to go and put the title to bed on 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 Sunday um, and win the game.
3: Let's have a quick word with Regan. Regan is on the line. Good evening, Regan. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Thanks. You okay? How are you feeling for Sunday? Home advantage. How big a factor is that? Do you agree with Mark? Yeah, I do agree with that. I think in fact, Regan, we'll come back to you in a moment or two. It's. Uh... Don't know where you are. It sounds like the other part of the world. We're calling you back to make sure that it's uh, working. Um, do you agree with that, Simon? I reckon you probably yeah, would. But I
5: think, uh, yeah, home home advantage, especially now with the reduced away support. I know yeah. I'm going against uh, what happened recently at Ibrox with Celtic, but it does help. And I think Celtic the incentive of getting the title almost over the line, effectively over the line with a win. Will help them, and I think maybe the difference is going to be firepower. I think Celtic have got three and then another two on the bench, you know, where Rangers are struggling to get one striker on the on the field. I think that could be where the difference lies. I mean, we, we spoke about it earlier on the show. Kyogo is back, Jackie Marcus is back, you've got Jota looking back to his form at Dingwall last week, you've got a Bader there, Maeda, we've not even touched on, who's been playing regular. I think that might be the difference at the weekend.
3: Here's the manager speaking about, uh, he says they're ready to go. They can't wait for the game on Sunday. But also, what about his nomination for
8: manager of the year? Yeah, look, it's it, it's pleasing. I, it's always funny with, with kind of the manager of the year award because, you know, you, you kind of realise, you know, whoever's kind of in our position that we're kind of representative of a group so it doesn't necessarily you know reflect on just myself it reflects on, on all our coaching staff and all our you know all our organisation and I think I uh, feel really uh, pleased and, and, and proud for, for the whole group that um, you know the other coaches have uh, have uh, you know everyone involved has, has nominated us and uh, some some fantastic coaches on the list as well you know I've always said Melky's done a great job and, and so has you um, Dick at Braith and, and Paul Hartley at, at Cove, you know. Uh, you know, I think we're getting to the point where manager of the year will be uh, managers who survive the season pretty soon and that'll be the award. But uh, happy to be nominated and, as I said, uh, pleased for the group. Good lean, Mike, isn't yeah, it? He's yeah, he's good.
4: He's good copy, Paul. Uh, as you know, whether you're radio, T V newspapers and, and you're listening to that, you know, he's good. What's the line? He's he's good. Yeah. Um yeah, what's the yeah. line? Oh, no, I just another. mean that's, I, right, that's it. a good line. I, isn't I, it? I mean yeah. you think and and he's right, you know, obviously yeah. Malcolm Mackay's been nominated, totally understand why, deserved. I think Robbie Nielsen could have had a Shout, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. In terms of yeah. you know, a, a, taking a Scottish club on the verge of a European final, thing mm-hmm. is you need to vote. You know, a week yeah. ago or ten days ago. Derek McInnes. Derek McInnes, what he's managed to do <laughs> at Kilmarnock you know, for 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 five yeah. uh, months. Dick Campbell, Paul Hartley, fifth promotion of his managerial career. You know, a promotion specialist. You know, between Dundee, Alawa, Cove. You know, it's his fifth promotion of his career, and he's only what forty. 45 you know so I think Paul Hartley's got another big job in him um, you know, a year or two um, on a bigger job rather than and we get into the Championship um, and Coval will, will have a go I think they're going to go 50-50 between part-time and full-time so you know they'll have a go and the fact that if he finish 40 into the playoffs that really opens that league um, right up so yeah loads of contenders loads of good managers in Scottish football very proud to say that and please them because it's such a tough tough job with Simon knows who's assistant to, to Jackie um, for many sure. years and Mark Wilson at um, Beacons a hell of a tough um, job and you know to get promotion or win a title takes a lot of effort
3: Regan's on the line Reagan, good evening you're through
9: what's your point tonight? Um, um, for, I just want to talk about uh, about Celtic ball for Sunday of course um, I think uh, Celtic, I think the fact that uh, the Rangers feed the last team will be too ill well for this I think so go the range of the way.
3: Are you saying, Regan, you thought they weren't as up for it the last time?
9: Yeah, because I thought that maybe the two ranges a bit too easy the last time after the, after the two the two old film runs they beat them at Park. Then they beat them at Ibrooks, I think. Maybe been asked to say, the maybe that's just the the wake control and that they needed to do to start playing well again.
3: I'm inclined to agree with you. I said it to the professionals on here and they said, no, no, it doesn't make any difference. But Simon, you know my view. Rangers had to win the Cup semi-final.
5: Yeah, and, and, and I take that on board, uh, Paul. I, I don't think even from the initial moments of that game, for whatever reason, and sometimes it happens, Celtic just were not on it. Uh, after watching them against St. John'son the week before, which I th- when I thought they were excellent for the full Seven 90 goals. minutes... And I, I said at the time they would take some stopping but from the initial minutes of that game and, and despite that Celtic got themselves their noses in front which I thought at the time was maybe a wee bit fortunate from the way the game was going and had a big chance to make it 2-0. But I think when Rangers equalised in that game the momentum swung to Rangers and they got it over the line. I think this Sunday I don't know if they, I, th- I think the big one for Celtic was last week because of the disappointment of, of getting put out in the cup. I think they had to go to Dingwall and get maximum points. Anything there would have gave Rangers a wee sniff, something to, to, to tune into and the pressure would have been, the pressure's on on Sunday, but the pressure would have been bigger. They've now got this the, the six-point gap, the, the deficit of goal difference. They're in a really strong position to get into this game and give it their all. Mark, any whiff
3: of uh, weakness from Celtic at yeah. Dingwall, then Rangers would have, they would leap on that, wouldn't they?
4: Yeah, oh, I mean, like, you know, Simon said, you know, had Celtic dropped two points or dropped three points, then there's yep. a totally different outlook um on Sunday's um, game um at Celtic Park. You know, and, and you just think, Paul, you know, small margins but big moments. You think Carter Vickers winning goal at Iberts now? Had that game finished a draw, Celtic are two points less, rangers are one point more. Big, big difference. So it just shows you the big moments. Take like Carter Vickers, doesn't he take that chance yeah. at Hamden it hits at the Bar yep. and Rangers going? So it shows yeah. you just the fine lines at that level. Between success, failure, winning, and losing, whatever way you want to put it. But just in terms of Regan's point, and I get where Regan's coming from because he's looking to it from a Celtic supporter's point of view. I get that. But you, you just balance it out. Rangers deserve to win that day. You know, that, that's, I don't, yeah, think, you I don't know, think Celtic it. underestimated them or took them. like Maybe in Celtic's minds, there'd been that slight of a, well, Rangers have just played 120 minutes. We should be fine the longer the game goes on, particular when Celtic took the lead. But I think you've just got to credit Rangers. They were the better team. He showed a great desire. We said lead up in the game, it was massive for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst as a Rangers manager to win that game. Um, absolutely massive for him. And he and his players delivered and they delivered and they deserved to do so.
3: Reagan, many of the Celtic and Rangers directors listen to this programme and Go Radio. What would you say to them about Cameron Carter-Vickers? Reports today that Southampton and Fulham are looking at the American defender. He's on loan. What would you do?
9: Celtic need to go and sign that guy. I mean, Simon and and (coughs) Marlowe, see people people at Veracruz, Paul Gade, players that won your titles. And for Celtic, six million quid is nothing if they go and win win that that, uh, championship. Because if you look at it, they've got 40 million quid in the bank and six million is just uh, a penny to them.
3: Simon is it going to happen do you think CCV being signed I,
5: ho- I hope so because he's why wouldn't it be I don't know I don't know uh, interest from elsewhere it, it depends on the player but I think he's I mean, he's, he's, he's had a fantastic first season they qualify for the Champions League if they win this that's another experience that will be new to him he's uh, not going to get he that at get, Tottenham you know, he won't get that anywhere else uh, or certainly the clubs that he's been linked with and he's became a firm favourite of the fans over this, this season you know they've really warmed him and I think he can count himself a wee bit unlucky to be out of the, the player of the year awards because I think he has been mm. the rock at yeah. the back for Celtic. Him and Hart have been the consistent ones. Star felt off to a, a wee bit of a, a rocky start, but it's grown a, it's been a decent partnership. So Mark, what would you
3: say to the Celtic board if they're listening about CCV?
4: Kind of well, you know, we believe that there's a there's a structure in place that, that Celtic know the fee that they've already agreed with Spurs as part of their, their, their loan deal with Celtic meeting that fee. What we don't know, and I don't imagine it would be set in stone is personal terms with the player. Mm. Now, two ways to look at it. Um, does he play what he state at Celtic? I imagine he would. Does he want to play in Champions League? Yes, he's not going to get to Champions League at Fulham, Southampton or Spurs. So that's a that's a big plus for Celtic. Celtic could could, you know, pay him twenty five grand a week, which is lovely, one point two million pounds a year. But he could get sixty grand a week mm. at a premiership club but does the player say to himself, no I want a year at least I want to champion I want to flavour the Champions League with this team that I'm a part of with this manager that we've helped to build something or does he just want to go down the road yeah. and get the money either way I wouldn't blame him either way you know, yeah. if he wants to go and financially nothing wrong with that if he wants to bide his time and still earn a million quid a year but do it with Celtic then you know good on him but then um, it's not straightforward, it's no cut and dry, Paul there'll be, there'll be a long way to go with it.
3: Coming up next it's the news, then we're back in the next hour as we build up to the game and also the other games tomorrow. Aberdeen Dundee. Dundee United Motherwell Harts Ross County Livingston against Hibbs and St Johnson against St Mirren and we'll have a Celtic and a Rangers fan joining
0: us after the news There's a new name for Toyota in Glasgow From
1: one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail
0: Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Darnley
1: We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service
0: So come and meet the team and view the stunning new Toyota range All available with up to 10 year warranty Including the all new and new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyota's too. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians and specialist advice from our Motability team. Visit Macklin Motors Toyota now at Kennishead Road, Darnley.
1: The new name for Toyota
3: in Glasgow. Our two and two fans joining us, Tino. From the Celtic Exchange Podcast, Tino, good evening, welcome to Go Radio. Hi Paul, thanks, nice to be here. Great to see you here, and also, we can see him as well, he's on Zoom, is John, John from Scots Abroad Podcast. Hi John.
10: Good evening Paul, good evening Mark and Tino. Hi John. Good evening. Hi John. We're all there. Right, that's all very
3: friendly, that's good, that's what we want. Oh, <laughs> Seconds out. John, you're in Cumbernauld, yep. Yep, I am. Uh, You weren't at the game last night, but what are you feeling um, after the one-goal defeat? You know, disappointed with that, but are you optimistic for Thursday?
10: Yeah, yeah, no, I was saving the annual leave for a couple of weeks' time, (laughs) Um, so I didn't want to waste the three days on the semi-final, I thought I'd keep it for the final. Um, Last night was, do you know what, see before the game, I think Mark touched on it earlier, before the game, that's that's a result of the bit your hand off at, but after the second half plays out, probably not. Uh, I felt we were in the game I thought Kent's chance um, I re a couple of chances in transition that we could have done better with it was going to take a a goal from outside the box I think to beat us and that's what ended up happening Just, just so close to getting a good result do you think you will be have you got a flight for Seville have you booked one anyway not yeah, no, yeah. There's a yeah. few routes. Don't worry. If, if I have to be in a bus eight hours from somewhere in mainland Europe, I'll manage it. Because yeah. Tino, you know Seville
11: fairly well. I would imagine you were there. Yeah, I was there yeah. in 2003. So uh, hopefully, I don't have to give John any travel tips. Come, <laughs> uh, come the final.
3: It was bedlam, wasn't it? It was amazing. No yep. arrests. I just my memory of it from covering it was there was what 80,000 uh, Celtic fans. The Porto fans were great as well. Yeah, um, uh, bedlam. Was in a good way. Yeah, yep.
11: great time. A
3: great city, Simon. Yeah, I was there. I was yeah. there
5: as a supporter, yeah, uh, via a stag doing Barcelona. So that was a ah, yeah. uh, <laughs> a long week.
3: And Mark, you were of course covering it for the press, and also Manchester in two thousand
4: and eight. Yeah. This doesn't come around too often. No, well, I mean, so Frangers get there, you know, and uh, we'll need to be there. Paul we'll need to be back um, in Seville. I'm sure we'll go radio. We'll all be there um, covering uh, the game. But yeah, yep. two thousand three doesn't seem like nineteen years ago. Um, but it was a fantastic um, occasion. Just unfortunate, Celtic didn't win it. Likewise in 2008. Um, but um, you know, it doesn't come around often a Scottish club being on the verge of a European final. But 90 minutes away and what could really add spice to it if it's a Rangers West Ham. You know, special.
3: That would be phenomenal, Tino, wouldn't it? As a, you know, you're a Celtic <laughs> fan, but that would be some game. Uh, I'd have half yeah. an eye on it. Yeah, yeah half an eye. Uh, we're going to talk about that game next Thursday, but obviously about Sunday uh, as well. Uh, let's hear from the two managers then. Let's hear from GVB speaking uh, about the Celtic game.
6: Of course, it was a, you know, a big uh, result for us to, to reach the cup final uh, in the semis. All we can do is prepare well and make sure we are 100% on, on 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 Sunday. Yeah, of course we have the belief. This year it's in the balance, you know, two wins and two, two losses. You know, we are uh, six points behind, you know, they have the advantage. We have to make sure that we do everything we can on Sunday to, uh, you know, to get uh, the difference back to three. Uh, otherwise, it will be very difficult for us to uh, to become champions.
3: Took of them all of two seconds to mention the Cup semi-final win. So Ange Postacoglu was also asked about that game just a couple of
8: weeks ago. You look back on it like you look back on every game, you know, and the game before that and the game before that, but that's kind of reviewed, you know, after after the game. And, you know, we gave the feedback to the players and, you know, areas we felt we, we could have done better and... and you know, I, I said after the game, it was it was a very tight game and, you know, you lose, you know, to a goal in extra time and, you know, you kind of know that it's it's a game of fine margins, which you expect in a semi-final. But, you know, it doesn't mean you, you take everything from that into this. It's a different game, you know. A league game's different to a cup game. You know, there's different pressures involved and, and, and you know, different uh, objectives for everyone. So um, I guess from our perspective, it's about making sure that, like I said, we we, we responded really well last week, which was important. Uh Playing our football, and uh, you know, it's important we take that into, into Sunday as well. You know, as a Celtic fan, is it a factor what happened two weeks ago?
11: At Hamden, yeah, I mean, it's fresh in the memory, so it wouldn't have been a nice feeling. And you know, like many others, I walked out of the stadium pretty dejected at the time. I did glance round at the time when Callum McGregor was doing the, the huddle post match with his teammates, and I actually think, smaller, you know, gesture as I may have been, it could be a you know huge factor in terms of just him regrouping the players. Putting the semi-final defeat to bed very quickly and I thought they responded very well last week. I think last week was the big, big test for Celtic and to come through that with a reasonably comfy win. I think that's what puts Celtic really, really in the driving seat now. John, as a Rangers fan, we're talking about
3: Europe, we're talking about Seville. Look, come Sunday, that's the only thing in your mind, but do you think the manager might bring in some of the younger players? Is he going to change it a bit from last night? Because Thursday... Well, let me ask you first of all, will you win re- the league? Can you? Re- will you retain the title?
10: No. No, no, the league's yeah. Celtic. Celtics haven't dropped points in ages, so they're yeah. not going to drop the amount of points that we need them to, to overturn the league, because it's seven points. So, no, no, yeah. the league's gone. The league's gone, but if that's, that's me, I'm a, I'm a fan. Sure. I can say that and want yeah. to focus on Thursday. Yeah. But... Uh, the players won't want that and there's enough rest everyone's talking about resting players there's enough time to recover Leipzig are playing Monday night so we're fine I I don't see why we would not go with the same 11 or or as strongest 11 as possible and how do you protect yourselves
3: from you know the whirlwind that was Celtic at the beginning of February
10: I think we've learned lessons Van Bronckers keeps talking about feeling opponents out and the second time you play an opponent he knows more about them than he does from the analysis that he got pre-match and I think that's kind of shown because I think Rangers played just as well in the the Ibrox game that they lost 2-1 as they did at Hamden two weeks ago. I think he's learned lessons from that game. I I think that 45 minutes is as good as Celtic have played all season. It's as bad as we've played as well. It's only 45 minutes where there's been a gulf between the two sides. Every other game's been pretty even the whole way through. That that 45 minutes was wild. I mean, the 10 minutes especially when they get the two goals to to put the game to bed. Apart from that, it's been very even-steven when we played each other. I think Van Bronckhurst has kind of figured out how to nullify Postacoglo's Celtic but I don't think he's figured out how to go and dominate them the way that Celtic did to us for 45 minutes so that's probably his next stamp it feels a wee bit like McLeish coming in where Neil he had to really figure out a way to Mm -hmm. stop them before he was able to create a plan that would beat them I guess I know he won in extra time but Mm -hmm. we need to go and do what Celtic have done to us and that's not happened this season Tino
11: I I just think um, I think they're all very fair points John and I think it'll be interesting to see how Van Bronckhorst approaches things on Sunday uh, it's obviously a very different game from last night, where Rangers have, you know, said they're still very, very defensively. And I don't know, you know, given that to have any chance league-wise, they will need to come out at some point and have a go at Celtic. I just wonder whether they do that early bells or do they sit tight and try and, you know, play their way into the game and maybe, you know, try get to nothing each half time and come at it laterally So uh, it'll be very interesting to see a the line up and b the approach that Van Bronckhorst takes. Mark, do you see any similarity to the days when you know Martin
3: Neal won the ah, treble? You know yeah. they were flying. I mean, it's still very early days for Ange Cobble, yeah. He's been here less than a year. But uh-huh. given that uh, Van Bronckhorst has only been what is it, six months against nine months, mm-hmm. is there something there, an analogy that Rangers are on the up?
4: I, I quite like that point um, yep. from John, and I think back and I think what McLeish's plan um, was was to get in behind Celtic's back three. Mm-hmm. And what he did was he played Kinesia wide right and Lovenkran's wide, uh, wide left, plenty of pace. And it was maybe Avaladzi or whoever it would have been, would have been the, the, the centre forward. Um, and interesting enough, that made Martin O'Neill go to a back four for his final year or two in charge. It made him rethink. And But, but anyway, the, in terms of the now, yeah, he needs to come up with a plan. Um, I can see Celtic being in the front foot and just taking the game to Rangers and trying to, to get the, the opening goal. Um, so I think Rangers will be defensively minded burning again that they don't have a number 9 um, in Sunday so I, I can see a similar type formation and performance um, from Rangers on Sunday in terms of back to the wall and trying to contain um, Celtic and it's where Ange Postacoglu feels the, the main bits of, of, of energy are in, in the Celtic team he's got good options but maybe one or two are fresher than others and that might come in he's thinking
3: Tino? What about Hitati? Would you play him? Or is he, is he, he? have we seen the best of him, given that he had two seasons back-to-back in Japan and here?
11: Yeah, I think we've seen glimpses of what he can be. You know, he obviously hit the ground running and then some, uh, particularly that night in February. I do think, you know, from the outside looking into the, the untrained eye, you would say that he looks like he needs a break. I think there's quotes from him from last week in Japan saying that he himself was shattered emotionally, physically. Uh, but Ange and the, the sports science guys at Celtic seem to know better he got the start against uh, Ross County played a good 70 minutes I think there as well so by and large when he's fit and available Ange plays him and I think he'll do the same again on Sunday Simon
5: yeah again it was interesting when I, I seen Hitati's comments himself. uh he's still a young kid he's just come into a huge club at like Celtic got off to a great start and maybe it's hard to sustain that you know with youth on his side Uh, Was it naive to say that? To say, oh, I'm shattered? Listen, I I don't don't know. Does it affect him? As Tino says there, Andrew's working with him day in, day out. He's seen somebody there that we're not seeing working in training and assesses him and regards him fit to play. He starts again at the weekend. Whether he starts on Sunday, it's another interesting one because Rogic and O'Reilly have played in recent weeks. Very rarely plays the two of them together. Uh, would that be another surprise that he might spring on us? What would you do, Tino?
11: He, he tried that in Europe and it Did. spectacularly backfired yeah. against Bodo, yep. but I don't <laughs> think he should throw that plan out the water altogether because of that. Um, it'd be interesting to see, but I don't think Sunday's the time for it. I'm quite sure it'll be McGregor, Hattati and one other of Rogic and O'Reilly. John, last season, you know, this time last year, Celtic
3: were imploding. Rangers winning the title by 25 points. Uh, this season it's all changed at Celtic Rangers uh, I mean they talk about Stephen Gerrard and the six points turnaround but your team was a wee bit in the wane, wasn't it it wasn't as good as it had been last season and what's your thoughts for this summer looking past the next four weeks um, and what would you say to the board about the reinvestment because your manager does need money now it needs to be freshened up I mean look at for for Sunday you get no striker you missed the last night uh, in Germany what would you be doing if you could
10: yeah, I think on the Gerard point, I think our fans have got a real, a real mistaken identity. Is what what was happening under Stephen Gerard? We were really poor. It was looking really bad. So the six point gap flattered us, and I think Celtic were always going to come back with a vengeance. The way that Gerard was, I think they'd figured that plan out. As for a rebuild, it really also we're looking at the squad just now um, with the injury problems that we we seem to continually have with players like Roof, especially. We've, we've always been lucky having Morelos available I can, fr- without suspension. I can't really remember too many times that Morelos has been injured. Mm. Players could be leaving. That's the that's the biggest concern for me. Um, I I think we already need four players coming in because I think Rangers fans are in for a shock from when, when if Connor Goldson doesn't sign a new deal mm-hmm. if he goes. I think people are going to realise just how good Connor Goldson's been for us. Do for you Australian. think he'll
3: sign? It's been a long time now, hasn't
10: it? I I don't I don't know. I, I I've always kind of maybe mistaken or uh, leading with my heart. I've always yep. trusted pl- players that seem that kind of way. Sasa Papic type player mm-hmm. that said, I'll deal with my contract when the season's finished. I don't need to sign it just now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've trusted that maybe that's that's all he's doing. He's got a number. Unless Rangers hit it just now, him and his agent aren't signing that contract. They've obviously not hit it. So he's happy to withhold and see what happens. But I mean, I'm, I'm looking at four or five players we need in that team because we're, we've lucked out mm-hmm. with Bassi this season because he's, if I, if I look at the Calvin Bassett that started the Livingston game at the start of the season, if you'd told me he was a yeah. European semi-final man of the match, centre half, I would have, I would have probably <laughs> laughed at you. It's true. So we've lucked out there a little bit, mm. not been disrespectful to the boy. Mm. So he's really filled the hole. John Lundstrom's came on to a much better game than I thought was capable. I've seen it at Sheffield United. I don't know if playing him in a back three is always the, the way to go. I think we missed him in centre mid last season. Uh, last night, sorry. We, we, need, a, we need a striker because I think yeah. if we don't get Champions League, Morelos is
4: is maybe going to want to go Mark. how quickly he recovers. No, I think one of the points um John hit on there is is Calvin Bassey. And I think Bassey could potentially become Rangers' most sought after player yeah. in the summer in terms of clubs down south. Even more so than Ryan Kent, who's I mean, that left-sided player, he can operate left back, he's good up and down the left-hand side, he can now operate, he's he's a proven left-sided central defender. Uh, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if there's clubs sniffing about um, Calvin Bassey, and um, that might be Rangers. One of their, their, their biggest battles in, in the summer uh, is try to hold on to him. With we, we, we Connor Goulton, when it gets to the stage that it's at now, you tend to find that the players go. Mm-hmm. If you've not agreed on a number after eight, nine months of yep. negotiation, it's highly unlikely mm-hmm. you're going to settle something unless... Rangers win the Europa League and it gets them into the Champions League, and then you've got that huge kitty. That, 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 yep. That's a mm. that's a, an absolute game changer. Um, so that that's what you wait and see. But but has been been the one that I think um, you know he's certainly catching attention.
3: Tino could be rebuild at Celtic as well. When you think of you know Joe Hart on loan, I'm thinking Cameron Carter-Vickers, Jota. What's your view on what's going to happen at Celtic?
11: Yeah, I think it's quite exciting what'll happen at Celtic. You know with and all that. We will you know, take the title and get the 35 odd million and that'll really open some doors. We've spoken about what we call, or are calling Ange version 2.0, you know, the, not quite a rebuild, but an extension of the work he's already started. Uh, Carter Vickers and are, you know, they're the ongoing questions whether they sign up. I'd love the two of them to sign up, you know, we might get one, we might get none. But I think what Ange has shown in his short time so far is that he has got an eye for a player. He's brought in some real talents. One or two haven't quite worked out. You might put James McCarthy in there, Liam Scales possibly, uh, but the rest, you know, 10-11 guys have uh, really hit the ground running. So it's exciting to see what may happen in the summer. So what about this Sunday? What do you reckon,
3: John? First of all, then, um, do well, you think? Yeah, Celtic are odds on to win the title. Are they going to virtually clinch it then?
10: Hey, no, no, I don't think they'll win. I think Rangers will have enough to to get our result. Um, I'm not confident that we'll right. go and win because I think these games, like I said, have been so, so tight. The fine margins are unbelievable. Carter Vickers scores in the semi final when he gets his chance. Rangers don't go through a final. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Arfield gets a better pass at Parkhead, we yeah. maybe go in half time 1 1. There's so many fine margins, and he's even in the game that Celtic dominated. I think Rangers have got enough to come out with a draw, but I, I don't I think we'll do enough to stifle Celtic. I think that's still his
11: game plan. I think we'll manage that.
3: Tino, what do you reckon?
11: Yeah, I think John's maybe chosen the right word there. We stifle. I think that might mm-hmm. be what Giovan Brunkers tries to do. I think. I would agree and I know I'm biased but I don't think Rangers have, have <clears throat> got it in them to go and win at Celtic Park, given the, you know, the 60,000 home crowd and just how motivated Celtic will be but Gio van Bront-Kurst, with Thursday in mind definitely doesn't want to go and take a defeat or certainly not a heavy defeat so he may there, go there to stifle and potentially break and Rangers have got pacey guys whether it's Kent I think Bassi has been excellent you know John's making a, a great point there he's come on leaps and bounds and he is a threat defensively and offensively so they can be dangerous you know on the counter we know that but I do think you know, all roads lead to Celtic winning. In my opinion, I just think there's so many factors in terms of the confidence, the home crowd and just what's at stake if Celtic do get the three points. And does Celtic start with Gikamakis or Kyogo or both? Uh, uh, Kyogo on his own all day long for me. I think yeah. Maeda at one side, Jot the other side. I, I, I'd really be amazed if does anything but that. I think <laughs> Kyogo's played once from the start against Rangers. It was in August, left wing when Edward played through the middle. It did not work and yeah. it does not work. He's an out-and-out number nine for Celtic, albeit he's quite a unique player in, in how he plays that number nine. And I just think this is an opportunity to to unleash him on Rangers Celtic Park. Decent form, not 100%, you know, flying fit, but he's good to go. Showed some sharpness last week and I think he'll start through the middle. You heard what John said about Rangers. Forget this about tiredness. They've got time to prepare for
3: Leipzig. And of course, Leipzig have got a game on uh, Monday night. So do you think that's out the window? We're not going to see Lowry start or whatever for Rangers. He'll play, a... hey, Lowry, I'm not saying he's not strong, yeah. but he's not got the uh, the match experience. What do you think Rangers will do?
11: Yeah, I think they've got to set out strong. I don't think any Rangers fan would accept a, a weak side at Celtic mm. Park. And it's that old cliche. It doesn't matter if there's nothing to play for or if it's all to play for. You can't go out weak you know, in this kind of game. So I think he'll play a strong side. I think the boy Lowry does seem a talent, but now's not the time for him. He'll need to go out pretty strong. But he may rest one or two others uh, with Thursday in mind. But it'll be a strong team, I have no doubt about that.
3: John, Stephen Davis going to come back yeah. in, do you think? Yeah, Mark Guidi is saying yes. yes. What, what do you think, John?
10: Davis for Jack would be the the main yeah. change in that area. I mm-hmm. think Ryan Jacks Ryan Jacks probably the one I'm most concerned about needing a rest. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Davis will come in for Jack. I think that's the the, the one obvious change that I would definitely make from the, the eleven that played on Thursday. Your manager
3: was asked about striking
10: options.
6: Our striking option? Well, any player on the pitch can score. I mean, it's definitely we are losing some important strikers. I mean. I cannot hide that. You can see it. You know, we, we showed before that, uh, that 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 we can score. Uh, we did it in in the weekend. We did it against Braga. We did it against Celtic. So uh, we are capable in doing that. We just have to uh, make sure we give everything to create the chances. And when the chances will come, you know, I'm I'm, I'm sure we're going to create chances next week. And then we have to take them. But uh, take the chances you get.
3: John, he does speak really well, doesn't he? They both do. Where are the chances coming from? Who's whose name's going to be in the score sheet then for you? Assuming you think there'll be goals in it,
10: I think Ryan Kent uh, needs mm-hmm. to shut a few people up in uh, an old form. I think that's where he's kind of excelled previously, but he's maybe been a wee bit quieter this year. I think Ryan Kent's the, the one that we can see having a go and trying to trying to make up a little bit for that first half at Parkhead because he was he was unusually quiet in that game. I think Aribo is the false nine when we switched to the five four one last night. I don't know why we changed that. I felt like Aribo was getting the ball sticking yeah. to him. I felt Sicala was okay, but I don't think he can play it on his own. I think Aribo is a false nine with Arfield right and Kenton the left. I think that's probably what what I would want to see. I think that gives you Arfield's goal threat mm. as well.
3: Mark, did you think Aribo maybe had run his race? That
10: he'd he'd run out of gas last night, maybe. Yeah,
4: perhaps. I, I, I'm 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 kinda of half thinking that he might just go with uh Cicala as, as as a number nine. Um just for his pace. Yeah. And you know, getting them, and I know he's not the type that that, that holds it up. And you might throw oh, against Carter Vickers and and uh, Starfield, they'll bully him. But he has got pace, and it's and it's a great out ball we have if your backs against the ball and you can maybe look at picking it over the top. Kent is key to linking it together, middle to front. There's no doubt about that. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me if Sakala gets a start on in the uh, Sunday. Scoreline, what do you reckon, Tino?
11: Yeah, hey, I said three-one earlier in the week, so I'll stick with that. I think, you know, as Mark's pointed to there as well, there is pace within the Rangers team, as I say, whether it's Kent, Sakala, and that could cause problems for Celtic. But I'm quietly confident that Celtic could be strong. I think Celtic could and will go off to a strong start with that home support behind them. So, you know, fingers crossed for that from our point of view that we get a couple of goals to the good, and I think something along the region of along the lines of three-one.
3: Can you believe the way it's turned round for Celtic this year? You've got the trophy so far in the League Cup.
11: Yeah, I, I, I mean, last season was yeah. a nightmare. There's no kidding on about it. So that was that was tough. And I think, you know, just you know, the swing 25 points deficit last season to currently six at the moment, it's been huge. And I think it's caught a lot of folk by surprise. And I think, you know, we, like many, certainly raised eyebrows when Angie's name was first put to us, you know, with no idea who he was. But very quickly, you look into his record and you think, he must have something about him. And I think by and large Celtic fans bought into him early. They certainly you know, buy into him now. And he, you know, he's proven what a, a quality manager he is.
3: And John, with GVB, it's been a slow burn for some Rangers fans. How do you feel?
10: Yeah, I really, really like Van broadcast. I, I think if I look at some of the games, Dundee United away. We played better against Dundee United away than we did under Gerrard. I think yeah. we've been really unlucky and sloppy in the way we've conceded goals and chucked this title away a little bit. That's not been disrespectful to Celtic. They've won the title. Mm-hmm. But Rangers, I do feel there's been loads of missed opportunities. Uh, I think for the game Head Head is 1-1 Hearts 1-0 Just because of The potential of McGregor's last Old firm Getting a clean sheet Parkhead head Getting a win And what's the word
3: In your podcast then Scots Abroad Podcast To what are the Rangers fans Saying about it in general Is it Yeah of course You know You you go all out to win On uh, Sunday But Thursday Is uppermost in your mind Em um,
10: no. Yeah, I think that's a fans' <laughs> perspective. That's fine, but it's yeah. not the way the players are going to okay, be. It's not the sure. way I, I really feel deep down. I don't think I want to watch Celtic practically win the title against us.
11: Tino? Yeah, I would like to see Celtic win the title against <laughs> No, <Reders>. Shock. <laughs> um, <laughs> breaking news. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, I think Celtic fans by and large are pretty yeah. confident, but we were all confident going into in as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, stranger things have happened, mm. but the main thing for us is that I think Ange keeps the players so so grounded he likes to shut out the external noise and focus on on what they're doing at Lennox Town and otherwise so from that (laughs) point of view I'm confident we've got the right guy steering the ship and hopefully he can get us over the line
3: Would you both join us again? John will you come back on? 100% yeah Tino as well? Good to speak to you as
11: well John Next next time
3: Tino if you go on uh, the Zoom then uh, and John you come into the studio (laughs) Listen thanks both of you Uh, uh, John are you going to the game? Have you got one of the
10: 800 tickets? No I, do not. no I do not Do you know Have you got a ticket for him Or maybe
11: not He <laughs> 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 can come sit next to me If he likes Yeah.
3: <laughs> Paul Cooney, Simon Donnelly And Mark Guidi, Great to see both of you Thanks for joining us at Go Radio Football Show Cheers guys
11: Thanks guys Well
3: done
2: Thanks The Go Radio Football Show With MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest Motoring manufacturers Across Scotland Let's Go
3: the football weekend as well and truly underway tonight. Of course, Wraith Rovers against the champions. Kilmarnock and uh, Chris Burke was with us last night along with Cammy Bell. As uh, yet, yeah, some news coming in. Manchester United, Director of Football Negotiations, Matt Judge, has resigned. So, Director of Football Negotiations, Matt Judge, has resigned his position. It's strange at it, manu, yeah. isn't it? Ralph yeah. Raniuk is staying on for two years as a consultant as well mm-hmm. as Austrian manager. Meanwhile, Ten Hag's coming in as well.
4: Yeah, and I don't think Matt Judge was long in that job. No, uh, actually, no. Paul. So you know the big problems at Man United, and you, and you hope that Eric uh, Ten Hag can go in, and and sort it out. But it needs to be given time, and you need a strong Man United. You know it's great Liverpool, Man City, mm. Chelsea, brilliant, mm. um, but you want to see Man United doing better, and they should be doing much better.
3: One final look at last night before we speak to someone that uh, knows a lot about his club, Rangers. Here's Ryan Jack speaking about Leipzig and the one goal defeat last night. Yeah,
7: they're right up there. Yeah, right up there. I think some individuals within the team is high, high quality and we knew that coming to the game. We'd done our research, we'd done our our stuff on them and the coaching staff were brilliant. They kind of set up and told us who was the ones to watch and, their strengths and weaknesses and I think you can see it tonight they've got players throughout the team that can hurt you and um, we just we, to be fair we just try to frustrate them the first half and, and give ourselves every chance going into the second half because we knew we'll always get chances with the players we have in the team and on the night we never managed to take one of them but we'll take the defeat dust ourselves off and look forward to next week
3: Joining us now is Stephen Pardon. Stephen, good evening Good evening, how are you doing? Good, thank you Paul Cooney here with uh, Mark Guidi and also Simon Donnelly. Uh, what about that last night? Because it was such a late goal, uh, how disappointed were you?
12: I, it, was, it, was a, it was a slow one to take, I think, because a lot of Rangers, they set their stall out, they put a lot of work in on the night, and as Ryan Jack was saying there, they're a very, very good side. Uh, but I think we've done well, we defended well, especially in the second half, I think they looked a lot more organised when we shifted a wee bit of formation and put Joe Ebo up top, I think we looked a lot more dangerous. But it was a sore one to take. But before the game, would I have took 1-0? I would have uh, I would have took it, I think, back to Ibrox. I think we've got a good chance of making a fist of it.
3: A few people coming on the socials there saying, Stephen, that is suit Bob himself joining us. <laughs> Are you a Celtic fan in the programme in River City? And obviously, uh, you, you're a big Rangers fan in real life.
12: I am, yes uh, A good friend of mine Who's now Executive producer Down at River City Is a writer And way back in the day He made me a Celtic fan Right away So I thank him for that <laughs> Who is that? Who was it? Uh, Martin McCardy Right, uh, yeah But it uh, just kind of Just, I mean I'm just Did he <laughs> deliberately do
5: that? Because he knew you were Yeah,
12: the he, we done did he? <laughs>
5: <laughs> Well, I mean, what Ali did it, didn't
9: he,
3: in um, in that movie with Robert Duvall? Shot at Glory. Uh, yeah, shot shot glory. Now there's some. There's a misnomer, isn't Short at Glory. He's <laughs> 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 fantastic, uh, Stephen. You did the uh, kilt walk last weekend. How did you get on?
12: Uh, I done okay. Yeah, I done uh, the big one a few years ago. So this one yeah. I done was a fourteen mile. But mm-hmm. I'm glad I opted for the fourteen miles, I think ages hey, catching up now with that pop, you know I mean? so And it was so <laughs> hot, wasn't
3: it? Puzzles. Yeah, you yeah And, and your yeah. missus Simon you're, the, the boys were doing it as well Yeah, my, my, yeah. my
5: son done it And came in uh, His father-in-law sponsored him Or my father-in-law rather yeah. His grand, His papa Sponsored him 20 pounds yeah. Then found out that he only did three miles, so he's won a tenner back.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's for a great cause, isn't it? It is Uh, for a great cause. Simon, what are you thinking for Sunday then to Stephen? What what do you reckon? We're talking about a Rangers going to rest some players, thinking about the Europa League semi-final, or what would you do if you were GVB?
12: I mean, I don't think we can... For two reasons. I don't think our, our squad is basically down to the bare bones. I don't think there's that many we can rest. Plus, with what's at stake on Sunday, I mean, Celtic effectively become champions on Sunday if they get three points. Mm. So, for that reason as well, I don't think we can afford to rest too many players because you don't want to lose a title on the day to your fiercest rivals.
3: Did you suspect this was going to happen when you heard Alfredo was out till the end of the season? It's such a huge blow, isn't it? You missed him so much last night.
12: I mean, he has. I mean, he's, the Focal point for the team, he, he's great holding the ball up. His goal return, especially in Europe, has been impressive. Domestically, since Giovanni came in as well, but we all knew kind of Roof's a quality player as well. But he's just not robust enough, you just know there's an injury coming if he plays more than two games a week. Something so you knew that was coming on top of the Marella's injury, but we just need to deal with it.
3: Mark, that's been the problem for Roof as well. I mean, yeah. smashing player, yes. Did well at Leeds, but it's the injuries.
4: Yeah, I mean, you look at his attendance record, and, and you know, you see it. You know, the evidence is there that stop, start, stop, start, stop, start. And, but you feel for them, you know, because he doesn't want to be injured, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, you, and you look at how he played, how he got a bit of momentum going with the Braga game and the, and the Celtic in the in the, the semi final, and then all of a sudden he's out again. And um, well, I mean, the other thing as well, what, what what does it say about Cedric Eaton? He can't get involved. Yeah. I mean, seriously, I mean that, that's a guy that cost the club more than two million quid. Mm who's, what, 23, 24 years old at the time, you're thinking, mm. do you know what? He should be he should be having a hold of that jersey right now and saying, no, don't bother about Keemar Roof. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing that must be a huge disappointment to Giovanni Van Bronco. Stephen?
12: It is. I mean, I remember when we signed Roof and Eaton at the same time and you're thinking, right, good, but I think Eaton had a good season in Switzerland before yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. right. Uh, but for one reason or another, I don't know what it is. He's just... <sighs> He's never really hit the ground running. He's, he's had chances here and there, but like Mark says, he's so far out the picture now and I think it speaks volumes and I think the right on the wall for him next season. I don't think we'll see him in Rangers next season because it's just, if you can't get in the team, especially last night where we go a kind of 5 three, two, and yeah. you go with Scott Wright and Ryan Kent, none of them are out and out centre forwards and Eton can't get near the team. So it's a shame because I'd loved it to work out for the lad, but it's just looking like it's no worry.
3: Have you got a favourite player in the team at the moment?
12: At the moment uh, No the moment, I <laughs> no. think I, I mean I'm trying to, there's the, Obviously I think it's, it's a It's a weird one A bittersweet one Because at the moment I think it's Connor Goldson for me I think he's Performing really well At the back Obviously you've got Calvin Bass Who's going in there as well Next to him. I think Calvin Bassey's performance is at centre half I think a lot of that's Down to Connor Golden, mm-hmm. How well he's performed But I'd say golden But I think obviously There's a contract situation there So I don't know how long He's got left at the club either
3: How's your contract at River City?
12: <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully a lot better than Conor Goulton's at the moment. <laughs> oh, right yeah. but, uh, that, I, that, as far as I know, it's
3: okay. That's good. And how'd you go on working with Grado then, the podcast? Because we hear him every morning. He's on holiday oh. this week. Otherwise, he'd even yeah. been at the kilt walk. So well done you. He was down south wrestling. Is he
12: still wrestling? I think I, he was wrestling down in Liverpool, I think, at the weekend there. <laughs> uh, it was, I, he was doing a, a bit of hassle yesterday because... Uh, My attendance waiting for the podcast wasn't great yesterday because the game was on, so I went out and had a couple of years and had to body-swerve the podcast and it But it's not every every year your team gets us anything on Europe, is
3: it? If you've just tuned in on the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors, it's Shell Suit Bob. There's a wee plug, you might get a motor. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Stephen, who's your all-time favourite Rangers player? Adam McCoy's who was that? <laughs> Super Ali! What, what a guy! I mean, he's on everything, isn't he? Oh, he's, he's he's he is uh, phenomenal. And what was your favourite game with Ali or his goal? Or I mean, there's so many uh, of them. One time. of my
12: best memories was at Ireland Road. In oh yeah! Wow! My dad saying to me, "This is a big deal. This game." And I was quite young then, so I remember the goal and I remember Mark Haley crossing the ball and McQuay snorting.
3: And you know Simon, nobody gave you know the Scottish team Rangers a chance, did they down south, it was all their, it's uh, Leeds against... Uh, they, they,
5: they never do, yep. down south no. they never do, yep. it's always the, the Scotland England mentality, mm-hmm. but that was a fantastic performance for Rangers, Doesn't I remember it? it, yeah.
3: Yep, they went all the way, in fact in the modern game that would have been, you know, they che- they were changing Everything. the Champions yeah. League, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. And of course, yep. sure Tappy then uh,
4: get, ended get, up get with Boris. Yeah, exactly. And you think yeah. of that Leeds team, you know, John yep. Lukic, Gary McAllister... Yep. Gordon Strachan, Cantona, yeah. uh, you know tor- you think about it, Tony Dirigo, you know David right. Batty, mm. yep. you know that was a, that was a hell of a the United team. Howard Wilkinson, mm-hmm. the only, yeah. um, the, the the last Englishman to win the the, the top flight um, in England. There's never that's been an Englishman that's won it. You think Sir Alex, well, Jurgen Klopp, mm. Kenny Dalglish, Pep, Pellegrini, Mancini. Wow. Um, there's not been an Englishman that's won the English top flight since Howard Wilkinson back in wow. 92. 92 yeah 30, uh, what was that 30 years oh, 30 years yeah yep. so incredible. not an win in 30 years incredible
3: stuff wow Shellsuit Bob is with us live we had Tino on a few moments ago Celtic fan and we also had John the Rangers fan it's been great to hear from authentic football fans yeah. we had Reagan on earlier on as well you know what this is leading up to Bob or Stephen <laughs> Um are you in the panto this year?
1: <laughs> no. I am. Well, no, yes, you're am. not.
3: No, oh. no, you never get that. What have you got? What's coming on, Steve? What have oh. you got? I'm <laughs> um, uh,
12: Aladdin. Aladdin. Right, actually. okay.
3: Oh. Yep. Yeah. So, are you going to magic up something on Sunday?
4: <laughs> Man. What's your scoreline? Oh. Don't let the genie out of the bottle. Oh. <laughs> oh, <no.
9: laughs>
3: Sorry, Stephen. <laughs> you wouldn't get this down oh. the road. Oh.
12: Stephen, God, what's. Spot. I'm going to go 2 1 Rangers.
3: 2-1 well, Rangers So you think the title Is still alive then So do you think You're going to win it The title
12: I didn't say that Paul I No think you we'll didn't yeah. <laughs> I don't, No I don't I don't think I think the league's gone I think it's too big An ask for Rangers The gap's too big Even the point difference And the goal difference Is like an extra point Obviously But I just really mm. I hope More than end, But I really hope That we get in there And we can actually just Prolong the party As you see. Are but,
3: you at the match caller? Will you be there
12: no, I won't be no. there. No, yeah, you know no. I've
4: j- messed up my weekend. I've agreed
2: to
4: a date night with my wife, so we're watching in the house. And then oh, the I'll game starts at twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm just going to. Yeah. What about Thursday, Stephen? Yeah. Are you? Are you got a flight booked for Seville yet? Do you think you'll be on the on the laptop on uh, Thursday night at ten o'clock?
12: I, I've got. I've got a sneaky feeling I'm going to do it on Thursday. I really do. I, I mean, oh. there are no mugs. I would. I would definitely say Leipzig are favourites they're a better team very technical very very well organised team uh, but I just feel the, the next goal in the tie is crucial mm-hmm. if we can yeah. get an early goal I think with the crowd there the players can feed off that and maybe they're saying Ruth might be back for that game we could have somebody up front so I'm, conf- I'm quite confident I think we can do it <laughs>
3: Stephen, listen. Great to hear you on the program. Thanks for taking our call. Yeah, could you send hair and makeup round here for the three of us? (laughs) (laughs) Stephen, pardon. Thanks a million. Speak to you soon.
2: The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go, go.
3: Thanks, thanks, Chris, for the traffic and travel. It's uh, the last day of the week, Friday show. We're back though on Sunday, just before midday. After Hunter and Hockey, we'll be here. Craig Moore, Mark Woody, Paul Cooney, D-Day, May Day. Looking forward to it. So, uh, Stephen it was interesting there, wasn't he? Two one for Rangers. Yeah. Now, if there's such a thing as a neutral, Simon Donnelly, that would really. Stir the pot, wouldn't it? And now he still thinks Celtic are going to win it. It's, but yeah. my goodness, yeah. listen,
5: it certainly would. And just going back to what we were saying earlier on about prioritising, mm. if, if Rangers were to get a win, you know, it, it would change things hugely. But again, you're, they're still, as Stephen said, he's still they're still looking for for Celtic to drop four more points after that. So it's very unlikely.
3: Totally unlikely,
5: do you reckon? Very unlikely. I
3: very think. unlikely. Mark, in your case.
4: No it, chance It's not going to happen no, Well listen, yeah. Rangers could win on Sunday Absolutely But in terms of the title 100% Celtic will win the title
3: Let's hear from the managers Ange Postacoglu When you think about it When he came in What was that June Yeah it was June, June. wasn't it yeah. Yeah. The, the Howe Watchman Eddie Howe doing well At Newcastle yeah. i playing Liverpool This weekend There's so much on the go Isn't there But Ange Postacoglu Spoke today About the backroom team Because remarkably He didn't bring in anyone He's been voted In there as, Do you think he'll win it The manager
4: The the Football Writers' one, yeah, Um, yeah, I think it Undeservedly so. Yeah,
3: well, he's been speaking about his nomination, but he's been paying tribute
8: to the guys behind him. You know, you've got to assess the totality of everything that, that that happened. So last year was a disappointing year, but previous to that, the club had won, you know, nine premierships in a row and you know, guys like John Kennedy were part of that so you know you can't just dismiss or, or put a line through people because of um, you know a, a difficult or challenging year my sort of a, a view on it was that I, with all these things I like to form my own opinion and make my own assessment of people because obviously when I come in the things change the environment changes the way we work changes and then you see how people adjust and you know I gave all staff here an opportunity to. To sort of buy into it, and um, if it wasn't working, you, you would see by our results. But I think you know, they've all done a fantastic job to to sort of understand what I needed from them, and I've learned about a lot about myself, and and learned a lot about um, you know the areas I needed to be better at, and I'm sure that's the case for for the guys who were here last year. Remarkable job he's done with the guys who were there.
5: Yeah, yeah it makes it all the more impressive for me uh, because I've been in that lane of work before in a in a staff and yeah I think sometimes it is important to bring your own guys in guys that you can trust in the trenches so to speak but for him to come in and I like the way he goes about it there you know it takes everybody how he, he finds them uh, he's been working with these guys and I, I think it just adds to the, the credit he deserves for the job he's done
3: Here's Colin a Rangers fan
5: on the line from
3: Bellsill Hi Colin
13: Hi guys how you doing
3: easily. yeah pretty good Friday night looking forward to the weekend not least the game on Sunday what are you thinking about last
13: night Um I just I think uh, the they got a good good, good result one of no bad away from mm. home Um but I just i seen a lot in that website that although they, they missed a lot of chances and they never had that they never tested McGregor a lot but I, I just fear that, that I think at Ibrox if Rangers open up too much I think that team's got more than enough to get in behind Rangers and trouble them mm-hmm. so I, I I just I think Rangers need to be very careful with Ibrox no no go gun ho
3: and yet a I, draw, I draw, I sure a draw is no good to you is it on Sunday
13: no, no. N- on Sunday no no no
3: Um. I, Paul Lambert was speaking with Simon earlier today, and he was saying the same as you are about RB Leipzig. That'll be the the danger, Mark. How does how do Rangers play it against them? Because they are so good on the counter attack.
4: Well, they need to go out in the front foot. You know, the, the fans will demand that. Giovanni van Bronckhorst has already said that there'll be a different uh, mentality, mindset going into the game on Thursday night at, at kick off at eight o'clock, and, and rightly so. And, and just one goal flips the whole thing. Um, on its head but it's getting that goal mm. you know it's breaking down Leipzig now they'll be very good at what they do at Ibrox in terms of having that mentality you know we're going to have to defend here and then we'll, we'll try and pick Rangers off so it's a complete flip of what took place last night in, in Germany and Leipzig will be good at it. and it's up to Rangers it's up to Giovanni van Bronckhorst and the preparation and then for the players on the plaque to implement his plan to follow through on the solutions that he gives the players to go and win the tie on Thursday night on paper it's good but it's going executing um, the plan but he will give them solutions and they've got to go and put them to use Colin are you going to make it to Seville and will you go? I'd love to but
13: I probably 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 won't no, no. but I'd, I'd, love, I'd love to you think
3: your team will be there? what's your scoreline on Thursday? Uh,
13: f- uh, i I, th- I think maybe one, one nothing to take it into extra time. Yep,
3: and do it in extra time. And what do you think on Sunday? What's your scoreline?
13: Uh, again, uh, it's going to be another another kg kg game. I think um, I would say maybe one one each, maybe
3: one each you reckon listen Colin thanks very much for calling in one each and Simon that would be a scoreline would you be happy with that as a former Celtic player
5: no I think Celtic will go for the win they're at home they have to to go for the win obviously that would not hurt Celtic in one iota but I think Celtic will go for the win
3: Let's look at the other games and then we'll get your scorelines both of you before we go because we've we'll only got four minutes remaining. Where have the two hours gone. Um, Aberdeen, Dundee starting at, 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 well, around the bottom. Mark, we know about the Dons then. They're, yeah. <coughs> they're on the slide and Dundee mm. will almost certainly go down then, won't they? If they lose, they will.
4: Yeah, I think Dundee are away, Paul. They had yeah. to beat St. Johnson last week so I think Dundee have gone it's between St. Johnson, St. Merlin and Aberdeen for 11th place. I'm going for 1-1 at Pataudry.
3: Going for 1-1. Simon, what do you reckon? Aberdeen, Dundee?
5: Yeah, it's, it's a tricky one for Aberdeen because yeah. they don't want to get sucked into any of the relegation fight. Uh, I think one 0 Aberdeen. I think they'll sneak it.
3: You reckon one 0 What about St Johnson, St Mirren, Simon? The the battle of the saints. And if we said six weeks ago St Mirren, yeah, not, you wouldn't have believed. They this would is be the big one. In. This yeah. is
5: the big one. I think this this uh, weekend. I think if St Johnson can get a victory, that they'll start to reel St Mirren in and St Myrna in a sticky patch. I think St Johnson will get a home win. I'll go 1 0, really,
3: for the, the Paisley Saints. Mark, what do you reckon?
4: I agree uh, with Simon. I think St Johnston will take the game at St Mirren, and come five o'clock, it's going to be a game on for that 11 spot. St Johnston won, St Mirren now.
3: Livy against Hibbs. Mark, they so easily <coughs> could both have been top six, but they're not. Yeah. So Livy against uh, Hibbs,
4: who've obviously. Uh, both get good wins last week on the road. Yeah. Livy at Aberdeen, Hibbs at St Mirren. I'm going to go for a Desmond Paul good exciting game at uh, Livingston tomorrow 2-2 Would
3: you give me a name for the new Hibs manager? Would you uh, want to say? or?
4: Well I'll tell you one thing yep. I don't think for a minute it'll be Roy Keane Right, you don't is that just a Absolutely bit of the paper not. talk? Absolutely not It's a great Absolutely story not. though isn't it? Ah, that's a good talker but it's not going to happen
5: Livvy, your old
3: team Livy against Hibs
5: I think Livy got a great result at you last Aye. week yep. I think they'll carry on with that on their horrendous plastic pitch right enough yep. I think they'll win 1-0 Hearts against Ross County now there's a game. Yep. Yeah, Hearts mm. have really secured that third spot. Ross County's mm. still pushing for a, a European slot mm. and hearts are, players are fighting for a, a place in the cup final. I think hearts 2-0. 2
4: 0.
5: Two two Mark.
4: Hearts to
3: win 2 1. Okay, 2 1. What about Dundee United? Motherwell Stephen Reside was on earlier and he was saying that Graham Alexander was saying we don't necessarily have to win, but they will want to win there. Are they going to win, Mark?
4: Uh Dundee United.
3: What do you think? To win? 2-1. 2-1. Simon. 2-0, Dundee United. 2-0, Dundee United. And then on Sunday, 12 o'clock. What do you think? What's your scoreline, Simon?
5: I think it's going to be another tight one. But I just think, as I said earlier on, with the firepower, I think Celtic
3: 2-0. Is Callum McGregor going to prove how he is the player of the year and yeah. just command, take I believe a grip. So. I believe yep. so.
5: He's been given the captaincy role. Mm. I think he's back to his best this season. He's made Celtic tick from the heart of the midfield. Yep, I think he's going to go on and win the title as captain.
3: And yet for Rangers, James Tavernier has been second part of the season, Mark. He has been
4: yeah. superb, hasn't he? Mark, he's been yeah. consistent for five or six years, whatever yep. it's been. You know, at 300 grand, he's been one of the, the steals of the of the millennium. Just look at Sid's forecast, Paul. Mm-hmm. Yes, He's not got any of the away teams, any of the six away teams scoring, scoring a goal.
3: goal. Wow. Yep. Go. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Your yeah. scoreline there for
3: Sunday is? 2-0. 2-0, you're saying. Mark, what's your score? 2-0 Celtic. 2-0. Scorers? Uh,
4: pushing it? No. Because Ki- <laughs> Ki- I'll tell you
3: what, Tino and John will give me scorers. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I'm going to give you my scorers. <laughs> I'm going to go for Kyogo to score and I'm going to go for Carter Vickers Carter Vickers
5: Simon what do you reckon I thought he was going to copy me there because I've scribbled mine down Kyogo and
3: Rogic right listen hello to Bill's Tool Store the guys are listening in at the Barras so they've made the switch every night from 5 the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors hi everyone at Bill's Tool Store at the Barras Zoe Kelly is up next after the news Stevie Lennon is on holiday really looking forward not that Stevie's away but (laughs) Zoe will be giving us some great tunes tonight as well listen thank you so much to John Walker of Scots Abroad Podcast the Rangers fan and Tino Callaghan Celtic Exchange Podcast the two of them are great they were very good John and Tino were very good thoroughly enjoyed it and Stephen Purden as well joining us tonight thanks everyone we're back remember D-Day May Day Sunday we're on just before Midday
2: The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com, representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go. go!
0: There's a new name for Toyota in Glasgow.
1: From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail.
0: Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Darnley.
1: We're bringing you everything Toyota, backed by first-class service.
0: So come and meet the team and view the stunning new Toyota range. All available with up to 10-year warranty. Including the all-new Igo Cross and new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas too. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained tech. And specialist advice from our motability team. Visit Macklin Motors Toyota now at Kennishead Road, Darnley.
1: The new name for Toyota in Glasgow.